0: The Mishnah had said that you cannot eat on Erev Pesach in, and at a certain point during the day. And the Gemara said, one second, this is not any different than any other Erev Shabbos or Erev Yom if you're not permitted to eat too late in the day. So what's different about this? The Gemara said, perhaps this is like the opinion of Rebbe Yaisi, who says that typically you are allowed to eat on an Erev Shabbos or Erev Yomtif, and it is, you're allowed to eat until nightfall. And it's only Erev Pesach that you're not allowed to eat once you get too late. And the Gemara said, no, perhaps this is even the opinion of Rebbe Yehuda. Ah, I Rebbe Huda says you are allowed to eat. Sorry, you're not allowed to eat on a regular week also. Versus, no, maybe Rebbe says you're not allowed to eat from the time of Mincha Katana, which is nine and a half hours into the day. Erev Pesach, he, he pushes that up a little bit and says you can already no longer eat once you reach the ninth hour of the day. The Gemara that we finished with at the end of the night last night was brought up b'risa, and the b'risa seemed to say that no, that even by the rest of the year, indeed, it is... Um, it is indeed uh, a sir even by the ninth hour of the day and not just nine and a half hours into the day. The Gemara said maybe that brysa is not a not a correct brysa. So not all prices were properly edited. Maybe that price is not properly edited. And in, in truth, only on Arab Pesach is it nine and a half hours into the day, but not the rest of the year. So the Gemara then says, Amar so the top line on that kufam 108. a I went to the son of Ami's They come, and someone who was a Tana, someone who was who very, very good memory, gets up and says over the, and remembers the Mishnayos and Bryce perfectly. He gets up and says, the Bryce in front of him. The <coughs> Kiblamine. And he accepted it from him. So therefore, this Bryce is clearly correct. And this Bryce is stating, that indeed it is from the ninth hour of the day regularly. If so, Tasha, if i not eating, on Arab Yom of Arab Shabbos, and the Bryce seems to say, is that even on Arab Shabbos and Arab Yom if you can no longer eat once you reach into the ninth hour of the day, and you don't wait until nine and a half hours into the day, Gemara says, perhaps the Baisa was incorrect, and perhaps on Arab Shabbos and Yom indeed it goes to nine and a half hours, and only on Arab Pesach it's by nine hours, and then Rabbi Hudah could also work. Gemara says that um, that's not true, because the Baisa is correct. Well if the Brysa is correct, then what are we going to do? How do we answer the problem of that our the our Mishnah can only be according to Rebyasi and not according to Rabbi Huda? So So it must be like Ravuna, right? And if it's like Ravuna, then then indeed our Braissa is like um, is not going to work because according to Rabbi Huda, our mission doesn't work. Ravuna mean but according to Ravuna, is this good that our mission is like Ribyasi? The Umr Yermiya Umrabihnan. Right? In other words, what he would be saying is like this, he was saying that Rabbi Yehuda does not argue on Rabbi Yaisi when it comes to Arab Pesach and Rabbi Yehuda agrees the nine and a half hours, right? I'm sorry, forbidden from nine hours, but is that true? Rabbi says in the name of Rabbi Yehuda ology on Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to Arab Pesach I'm like Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to Arab Pesach I'm sorry, Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Pesach. on Arab Pesach the implication is well, you just got finished saying, according to Rav Huna, that Rav Yehuda agrees to Rav Yesi on Arab Pesach, that it is forbidden already from the ninth hour of the day. Well, if he agrees that it's forbidden from the ninth hour of the day, then what do you mean that is like him? Is they're not arguing over there, right? It can't be that they're not arguing. It says that the halacha follows Rav Yehuda. When you say halacha follows like one individual, that means that the other individual argues. So de we see that Rviesi and Rebuta argue both Arab Shabbos and Arab Pesach. And Riesi says you can go until um, until nightfall. And Rebehuda says that even from nine hours or then you can no longer go. Like, Allah Michlal did big bahav saka. When it says that Allah follows Rebehuda's opinion, what did not mean in regards to how late you can start a meal? Rather, what it meant is in regards to how late if you started a meal, how exactly you go about when it comes to time to actually make Kiddush. So what happens is like this. We said you can't start a meal too late into the day. But let's say you started a meal earlier in the day and it dragged and dragged and dragged. And all of a sudden you find that it is after shia, right? What exactly is the process of making Kiddush for Shabbos or Yom kippur that will take place now? Titania, we learned in Abra'isah. Mavsikin le so the Abra'isah teaches us that you interrupt for shabbos right? In other words, you start the you you have to take away your table that you ate on, and then you have to then you have to put out a new table. So in those days what they would do is each person would have their own individual table set with the food for Tiff and for Shabbos, right? Or when anytime they had a nice meal. So they would take the table away and put out a new table. Dividabi Huda. Rabiasiam seeking. Rabbiasi says you don't have to actually interrupt. There was a story with They were sitting in Akka. They were reclining, right? And Shabbos comes in, right? Does it make sense? I think that maybe we should uh, stop the meal and we should we should give some respect to Rabbi Yehuda, our chaver. In other words, his opinion is that we should stop the meal and startle and and make it clear that we're starting the new the new meal now because it's yomtah for Shabbos. So should we do that to give him respect? So I'm sorry. So um. So he says like this. Typically, you make it clear that I am on a higher level than Rabbi Yehuda, and you give me more respect than him, right? Now, now, when I'm actually in the room and I'm actually present, now all of a sudden you're going to give more respect to Rabbi Yehuda's position than to my position. He says, how could you do this, right? This doesn't make any sense. What you're going to be doing is, and he quotes something from the Megillah itself, right? What does he say? He says, right? This is what Achash says when he walks back into the feast and he sees that Haman is on the same couch as Esther, right? There is the Yad Hashem, the the Malach pushes him down onto the same couch as Esther. He says, could it be that I'm actually in the house and you're going to actually try to uh, have your way with the queen when I'm in the house? It's a play on words. He's saying it's not respectful that in my town, in front of me, you should actually be considering perhaps giving some honor to Rabbi Yudah. So indeed, we should not interrupt. Because if we didn't interrupt in the Talmudim, our, our, our students would see this, and they would then say that this should be the halacha forever. Amru, so they said, Indeed, he says we should not leave from here until it is, uh, I'm sorry, not not he. In, in later on, Amru said that they did not leave from there until they sense this opinion. Allah follows the opinion of Rabbi Yasi that if you're eating the meal and it's Arab Shabbos or Arab Yamtip, and the Shabbos or Yamtip comes in, you do not have to actually interrupt and move away your table. Am mm-hmm. um, Rebbe Yudah Ain E'en Aleiche Loike Rebbe Yudah V'laike Rebbe The does not follow Rebbe Yisih. says you have to take away the table, put it in a new table. And Rebbe says you don't have to interrupt at all. Ela Paira rather what you should do is you should take a tablecloth and put the tablecloth over onto the table to show that it's a newer meal. But you don't have to take the table away. That's that's a larger thing that is necessary. You're also not allowed to just continue straight. No and then you have to make tibish. Any is the I'm going to If says the name of Shmuel. Hashem the, Kiddush, the same way we interrupt the meal when it comes to Kiddush. Turn the page now, too. Kaff-a-m-e-b-e-s, the same way we have to interrupt the meal when it comes to making Kiddush on Friday night or Shabbos night or Yom Tov night. So, this, so, we, so, too, we have to interrupt it when it comes to Abdullah. If you're eating a your meal on Shabbos afternoon and it drags on and now it's time for Abdullah, you should interrupt to make Abdullah. What does it mean to interrupt? Does not mean that you have to take away the table? So we see that it is necessary to take away the table. We pass, like, you need to remove the table. What we mean to say is to put on a new tablecloth, but not to remove the whole table. Rabbi Arvuna went up to the house of the Rish Kulusa, the, exilar, right? the head of the exile. They brought food in front of him. Then he put a cloth over the to and then he made Kiddush. Right? In other words, he felt that the, you have to put a, a tablecloth on you, to symbolize that you're starting a new meal, which is the Kiddush meal. It's not respectful to just have the same food out on the table from the previous meal. a like this as well. You should not bring the table out unless you've already made kiddish. Okay. Um, but if it was brought out already, then what you should do is you spread out the table The and make one that says you everybody agrees that you should not start, right? It, you should not start the meal um, later on in the day. But Tanya reviewed the NRVAC. And, Rebihuda, and Rebihuda. another vice says, Everyone agrees that you could start the meal. Tanya, that which it says everyone agrees that you cannot start the meal later on in the day. What's that talking about? Pesach, That According to the opinion of Ravuna, who said that, explained that the, the mission is talking about an era Pesach, and both NRVAC and they agree that an era Pesach shouldn't start the meal late in the day. Eloah the Tanya, but that which we learned in Raisa, everybody agrees that you could start the meal. Amos, when is that true? E name of erev Shabbos. If we're talking about it on Friday afternoon, Kligi, that's a Machlekas. That's clearly a machlekis. We know that's a Machlekas. They were explicit that that's a Machlekas. They even have a story about their Machlekas, right? Can't say they don't argue about that. Leikasha, not One of them is talking about before nine hours in the day. One of them is talking about after nine hours in day. Before nine hours in the day, everybody agrees that you are you are not supposed to. I'm sorry, you are allowed to start the meal. And after nine hours into the day, that's where this makhlik is. The individuals who make kiddush in the shul, Friday night, or any time. Rav, says, they have not satisfied their obligation of making a bracha on the wine. And if they want to go home and then drink more wine, they have to make a new bracha on the wine. But they did satisfy the requirement to sanctify the day through saying kiddush. The shmuel, Amar shmuel says, the says they have not even fulfilled their obligation of saying Kiddish. El so Rav like The Shmuel says they haven't done anything yet. And therefore, of course, you have to make Kiddish and, and have wine when you get back to your house. But according to Rav, why can why do they have to make another kiddish in their house? Right? They they already made Kiddish in Shul, and according to Himate say the Kiddish aspect in the Shul. To be clear, when we say Kiddish Friday night, we make a bracha on Hagafen, on the grapes, on the wine. But we also make Kiddush, which is to say, that, you know, we, thank, we, uh, we declare that Hashem sanctified the day, right? Through, through um, the creation of the world and through UTS. Uh, Petzrayim. So, okay, what is the Kiddush? If I already said I was already fulfilled my obligation of Kiddush and Shul, then why do I have to make Kiddush again at home, right? So I have to make another Hagafen at home. I have to make a Bracha on the wine, but why do I have to make another Kiddush at home? So, as to help my children and the members of my household fulfill their obligation. According to Shmuel, why do you make Kiddush in the base, base Knesset at all if nobody's Yates with making Kiddush in the base knesses, Right? The reason why we're not yet with making Kiddush in the base Knesset is because, is because, according to Shmuel, the Kiddush, the obligation of making Kiddush on Friday night, the entire obligation also has to be in the place where you're going to eat your meal according to Rav, making Kiddush on Friday night does not have to be in the place where you eat your meal you just have to make the Kiddush, you have to have a cup of wine in front of you and say Haggafen, right, but there's no obligation to have it in the place where you eat your meal but according to Shmuel, it does have to be in the place where you eat your meal, so you haven't satisfied the mitzvah of eating, making Kiddush at all because it's not in the place where you eat your meal, and in terms of allowing your original bracha of very HaGafen to satisfy your obligation when you get home, that's also not going to work according to according to Rabb. um so, the answer is like this. The reason why you make Kiddush in Shol is that people who don't have anywhere to go and are going to be eating whatever sort of meal they eat in Shol, with custom is that we make Kiddush in Shol so that they can fulfill their obligation to make Kiddush. Because they're going to eat and drink and sleep in the baked nest, and therefore we make Kiddush in Shol for them. Okay, so continue this Gemara tomorrow night as a Hashem.